definitely human. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here, come closer to the fire. You're not too warm. I like a nice warm room. <laughs> You've been admiring my lithographs. That's a particularly fine example, and the story behind it should intrigue you. It was produced about 70 years ago. I have never visited the tree at Tobinx. I wouldn't want to. The stories about that part of the world, and that tree especially, have quite the capacity... To chill the blood. Perhaps that's why when I look at it, I feel an urge to build a fire. Crag's head. Some call it the knee of the world. It's a lonely spot. A few houses. The old manor house. Very little else. An inlet with a beach. The cave there looks like a, a scream. The whole area has fallen into disrepair. People don't want to come, and the few that do don't want to stay. Perhaps the stories have been embellished over the years. I shall let you be the judge of that. But the stories of Crag's head all seem to centre on that tree. Those that visited come back changed, quiet. They don't talk easily of their experience, those that come back at all. Let me tell you one story I've heard about two men spending an unlikely winter holiday together. Let me tell you the story of their visit to Crag's Head. Mighty eagle flying in the sky. That's a pigeon, Roy. Well, no one's perfect. I suppose you're a big game hunter. Shouldn't be able to tell the difference. Exactly, fella. A big game hunter. Unless you can find me one the size of a house, birds don't count. You just keep your eyes on that there map. Someone needs to know where we're going. I'm too busy trying to keep hold of my stomach at the moment. You need to drive so fast. This is a single-track road. This car's a triumph, Lorimer. It's supposed to be driven fast. It's always rather hoping to arrive with all my legs still attached, though. Where'd you get this thing from? Thing, Lorimer. Thing? This is Steel Stag. Oh, God, you've named it. She's a thing of beauty. And you're calling it she? Oh, 
What's that sad face for, ma'am? I was rather hoping I'd be taking Suki to the Highlands of Scotland, not you. Well, it's not my fault Sir Maxwell found some work for her to do. Yes, I've no idea who's in that anonymous telex. Look, if it helps, I can do her voice. Now, yeah, please stop talking. At any other time of year, the journey might have been appealing. In winter, it was another matter. The looming hills were studded with the remains of homes destroyed in the clearances, set against a background of heavy rain and biting wind. It became a bleak and treacherous venture. Finally, they turned off and came to an old stone manor, oppressive in the dimming light. What little had not been corrupted by the elements had fallen victim to the poor fortunes of the owners. The Monster Hunters Christmas Special The Vampire Tree This is it? Yes. I know it doesn't look auspicious. You're not wrong, and I don't even know what that means. The family was old Scottish nobility, but the land has apparently been something of a curse around their necks. The house has been passed down through the generations, but they've been unable to set it right. I was quite surprised by the most recent owner. Oh, Christ, it's not going to be one of your lot. My lot? Your lot! You know, doddery bookologists. Roy Steele, I'm not a doddery bookologist. Professor Chesterfield. Oh, Annabelle, please. I keep telling you not to stand on ceremony anymore. I'm sorry. Old habits. Lorimer it is, then. And you are? My name is Steele, darling. Roy Steele. But you can call me Roy, sweetheart. I see. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Steele. You will be. I'm sorry about him. I was hoping to meet Suki. Yes, I'm trying to the bottom of that myself. Please, let's get inside. It's a bit better than the outside. I don't know. It might not be the most auspicious of exteriors, but I'm sure it hides hidden depths. After a while, you learn to tune him out. Welcome to Karen House, gentlemen. It's charming if you like your pads gloomy. I'm still getting used to it. Always suspect a monk hated me, and considering he chose me to inherit this place, now I know just how much. It's 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 got a lot of character. That's one way of putting it. Some interesting companions you share this place with? You mean the animals? My uncle had a penchant for taxidermy. Is this a moose? It's a badger. Right. I didn't say he was any good at it. And there's no one else here. Apparently staff or something my uncle couldn't retain. I'm sorry, I didn't realise things have got so bad. You should have called me sooner. Oh, Lorimer. I realise you want to protect me, but I can manage quite well myself. I have something rather specific in mind for you. Let's talk properly over dinner. If we set off now, we might make the pub by nine. Hold your horses, darling. Then escort them back to the stables, because you won't be needing them. Roy Steele's cooking dinner? So I think I'm hallucinating. Did you just say Roy Steele's cooking dinner? Right, if you're going to scoff, why not scoff the delicious meal I'm going to cook you? But, but... Luckily for you, I'm carrying the Roy Steele survival kit. Four branded instant soups and a bottle of scotch. Ha, now lead me to a kitchen or the nearest source of hot water. It's certainly got a... tang... What flavour is it? Cream of quiche. More scotch? I think I better. 
I have to say I wasn't sure this dining room was fit for humans. It wasn't, but uh, once I punched those bats in the face, it quickly spruced up. See, Lorimer, I cook, I clean. Yes, you're a man of hidden shallows. So how did you two cats meet? Lorimer knew my father. When I ended up at London University, Lorimer was my dissertation tutor. Mythical beasts of the Highlands. It was a very good piece of work. I had a good teacher. You know, I'm quite an expert on the animal kingdom myself. Right. As I always say, when it comes to the animals of the African plains, there's nothing I don't wry know. You said you had something in mind for me. I can't let this place become a millstone around my neck. I just can't. I refuse to end up living in a crumbling manor house like my uncle. This place needs to pay its way. I admire your entrepreneurial spirit. You know, if more ladies could combine their natural lovely talents with their head for business, I think the 1980s could be quite the decade. Right. But I don't mind giving you a friendly push up the ladder of success. Tell me, darling, have you thought of turning this place into a disco? (laughs) You could call it the Highland Swing. Right. It's all right, Lorimer. He might have put it a little crudely, but Mr Steele isn't that far off. I was thinking of opening a hotel. It would seem the perfect spot. The highland air, the views, the walks. There's even an incredible stretch of coastline half hours walk from here. So you want us to do some painting and decorating? I want you to find out why no one comes here. Opening a hotel is all very well, but if I've no staff, I'm sunk before I've started. Surely some of the locals might be looking for a new start. Working in a hotel has got to beat crofting, particularly in this weather. Well, that's just it. Most people have moved away and the few that have stayed won't even come within three miles of the house and its grounds. Oh? There's a story about Crag's Head. People say... It's silly, but people say that this place is cursed. Now you're talking our language. What kind of curse are we looking at? People turning to stone? Death by bog? Being eaten by an eagle the size of a beetle? And by beetle, I'm talking about the car. The first day I got here, people warned me not to set foot outside once darkness fell. That the land was angry and was taking out its vengeance on those foolish enough to treat it without respect. Surely that's just crazy yokel talk. I've heard it, though. Heard what? I don't know. It's probably nothing. The way the wind passes through the valleys or something. That's why it sounds so much like screaming. Now you've done it. Done what? See that glint in his eye? Lorimer's in brain mode. So what do you think? It could very well be nothing. Stories like this are common in remote communities, but there must be something more to this or you wouldn't have called me here. Just six months ago, two hillwalkers went missing out there, set out from here and never came back. That can't be that rare in a landscape like this. Rationally, I know you're right. But only a night after they left, the wind, the screaming, was the worst I'd ever heard it. So you want us to nobble a nasty wind? I need you to prove to me one way or the other. That way I can tell the locals something. You want us to go out into that? I'm afraid so. At best, we'll get wet and cold, and at worst, we'll get eaten by a killer wind. I'm afraid so. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked. Don't you worry your lady's face about it. We've faced worse than this. Compared to a big old vampire, a wind should be a breeze. A dismal night gave way to a cold and damp morning, but it was dry enough to give our two friends the opportunity to set out on their task. They made the half-hour's trek across uneven ground that threatened to swallow them up, but it was a landscape that would change as quickly as a man would change his socks. 
Before long, they found themselves on a stretch of lonely shore, the wind whipping the sand into their faces and legs. The sea stretched beyond them into the distance. This was an empty, unforgiving place. This is the life. The wind in your face, the sand in your hair. Yes, it's lovely. I realize you can't appreciate this, the earth in all its raw and natural beauty. A bit like a lovely lady. I can appreciate it. I'm appreciating it right now. But that's because you're not a hunter. For me, being this close to nature, to smell the earthy smells of the land and live off what you can find, well, it's as natural as popping the cork on the day's first champagne or running your own bath. I've never seen you do either of those things. That is because you're not a hunter. You need the eyes of the hunter, the ears of a hunter, possibly a hunter's face to keep all those things on. Exactly how long have we known each other, Roy? Right, is this a trick question? And all that time, what have we spent most of our time doing? Bickering? Monster hunting. And which of us does the actual hunting bit of it? Are you saying I'm the monster? No, it's just that we both have our talents and we play to them very well. Yours are... Uh, yes? Well... Uh, I'm just as much a hunter as you. I might not do it by punching a lion in the face. I've got other methods of hunting. Oh, yes? Yes, I track my prey using the power of my mind. Is this like spoon bending? It's called researching your foe, looking for clues and books, old stories and songs. Oh, blimey, are we banging on about brass rubbing next? What do you think we're doing here? I'm not sure. You can't rub a beach, Lorimer. How did you spend your evening? I took a lovely lady up to my room. Her name was Sheila Scarch. And once we'd had an experience only a man and an expensive whiskey can share, I slept the sleep of the just. Well, while you were having your spiritual experience, I was off hunting. I brought a few books with me about the local area. I tried that brief trip to the library we made in Inverness. Yes, that was two hours of my life I'll never get back. During the 16th century, the Crags Head apparently became well-known for harbouring witches. Now you're talking! From what I've read, the majority of Scottish witch trials took place in the lowlands. In a small isolated community at the mercy of the weather? Well, it'd be strange if there weren't stories of witches here. So we're dealing with a coven of evil undead witches, looking to claim the land for themselves, using their spells to destroy unwitting hillwalkers who have their maps upside down? No, hardly, Roy. It's unlikely any of those women actually were witches. So what happened? Yeah, I'm not sure. Lorimer Chesterfield, did you just say you weren't sure of something? I was very tired. I fell asleep. If there were witches up here, they chose the right place. Oh, I mean, it's its not Saint-Tropez. Oh, I don't know. It had a certain rugged, romantic quality to it. The mountains, the bare trees. Calm down, you sound like a cheap paperback. How would you know? I thought you didn't read. What the hell was that? Shh. Maybe it's just the wind rushing through the rocks. I mean, maybe. I've heard similar on the plains of Africa. I don't think it'd be long before you brought that up. Do you think there might be something in all that stuff Annabelle was saying? Judging by our past experience, I'm not ruling it out. At least you might prove useful if I need you to punch something. Are you still sore at me because Suki couldn't make it? A nice, quiet research trip in Scotland. Just the two of us. Still, isn't this right somehow? Roy Steele and Lorimer Chesterfield hanging around on a windy beach together on the off chance there's a monster? Isn't this how it's supposed to be? Um, yes, well, uh, about that. There's something I really need to talk to you about. Um, <clears throat> about you and me. Um... I'm not convinced that's the wind. I can't tell which direction it came from. It felt like it was all around us and yet far away at the same time. There's something out here. There has to be. Look! On that hill! What? I thought I saw someone. Like they were pointing at us. There's no one there, fella. Just that old tree. It's pretty dead and gnarled to me. We should pack this in. It's getting dark. Try again in the morning. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Maybe the days are really short up here? They're not that short. Right, I can barely make out the sea. You know what you should have said? <laughs> I can't see it anymore. Shut up, Roy. Sorry, I th think I'm a little nervous. Yes, yeah, you're not the only one. 
I think we should hoof it before it's too late. Good idea. The two companions turned their backs to the water and began to head for the safety of higher ground. But as their pace quickened, the air became somehow colder, icy. And as the last heat died, so did the wind. The sea became still, and all they could hear was each other's breathing. I don't like this. Let's just keep going. What? Why have you stopped? Roy? Sorry, it's, it's just a feeling. What feeling? Like something's driving us, corralling us. Like we're being hunted. So we go another way? Which way? Well, maybe we go back along the sea. You might find a boat or something. Oh. What is it? There's nothing behind us but darkness, Roy. Then we have to go forward, head for that hill. I don't think that's a very good idea. I don't think we've got any choice. That sounded like it was coming from the sea. Well then, the hill it is! The two friends fled, panicked and driven like cattle to the slaughter. They couldn't see where they'd come from and they didn't know where they were going. They only knew they had to escape from whatever force now surrounded them. They needed to find sanctuary somewhere, and the hill at least gave them some. It was an empty place, long since given up for dead. All that was left to remind people that this was once farmland was an old, ruined house, abandoned, but still serviceable. And then there was the tree. It stood alone, its branches bare and broken. It was old, so very old, but at some point fallen victim to lightning. There was little left of it. Burnt and gnarled, its knots were like gaping eyes and a mouth caught in an eternal, silent scream. This was the tree Roy had seen from the beach. Keep going! I am going! Why are we running? I don't know! I'm not a runologist! I'm getting a stitch! I just worked through the pain, fella! We can't keep going like this. We need to find somewhere safe. What? This must be the top of that hill. Look, here's that tree you thought was a woman. I definitely saw a woman. I thought I'd told you the difference. I still can't see the beach. It's like everything behind this has just stopped existing. Do you know where we are? Not in this light. I have no idea how to find my way back to the manor. Maybe we can take some shelter till we can work out what's going on. There's a house over there. Maybe we can knock on the door and get some help. What kind of help? A candle? It's better than nothing. What are you staring at? This tree. I know, it's an ugly bastard. There's something about it. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe that's a good thing. My mother always warned me about touching strange trees. She did? Didn't yours? I can't remember strange trees being top of the list of things to avoid. Come on, let's try the house. Are you sure there's anyone living in it? It's got curtains, fella. If my curtains have many holes in them, I'd pop down the shops. Rookie error. Always send your housekeeper. Yes, I would if you ever volunteered. Hello? I don't think there's been anyone at home in a long time. What are you doing? Well, if there's no one at home, there's no one who'll mind. Hi! There we go. Ha! You know, now we've been fired from the Monster Hunters, I might retrain as a locksmith. After you, Lorimer? Yeah, no, after you. I insist. Very strongly. Very bijou. I suppose if you had ten years in a feather duster, it might be quite homely. How could anyone live in a place like this? It would be a harsh and unforgiving life, but there's a front room and a fireplace. And a kitchen, too. There's also a big axe. 
Have we gate-crashed a murderer's pad? It's for firewood, Roy. You'd have preferred they freeze to death. Where would you plumb in the jacuzzi, Lorimer? How could anyone bear to have their basic human rights so curtailed? Uh, there's, there's a drawer over here. Perhaps, uh... Oh! Lorimer? I think a spider crawled over my hand. Oh. I was hoping you needed me to steal Kido something. It was a pretty big one. Uh, let's see. Oh, aha, a candle. Bring it over here. I've got a lighter. Teamwork. It's like we're two disparate elements. Which elements? I've no idea. I'm not Dr. Steel, fella. Right. So where are you going with this? I'm not quite sure. It's run away from me a bit. It's so cold in here. Perhaps I can get a fire going? Or some old papers and a dead rat. That's got to be flammable. Good idea. I'm going to have a look upstairs. Are you sure? What are you worrying about? I don't know. I wish I could shake this feeling of dread. It's like when I see a photo of my ex-wife. The bare, rotten stairs led up to two bedrooms. Both were equally lonely. Like the rest of the house, they appeared almost as they would have when occupied, had not time done her work on the bedsheets. Whoever left this house had done so in a hurry, if they had left at all. Opening a wardrobe, the professor found it full of moth-eaten clothes. As with the rooms downstairs, the few possessions had been left untouched. A large, ornate Bible gathered dust by the side of the bed. The noise was sudden and only helped to compound the professor's sense of dread. His heart raced unnaturally fast. He couldn't remember the last time he had experienced a feeling of pure terror that wasn't numbed by the call to fists. Uh, Roy? Roy, is that you? Um, Roy, if this is you, it's about as funny as the time you put that severed demon bear's head in the fridge with a sticker coming out of its mouth saying, Grr, I've eaten all the chilli. What are you banging on about, fella? Oh, you're... you're, you're downstairs. Uh, of course I am. Got us some heat. <laughs> Just call me Papa Fire. So it's not you in the bedroom making the bird noises? I mean, it's not my first choice for a bedroom activity. Um, shall we? On three. You blinded with facts, I'll punch it between the eyes. Okay. One. Three! Oh, oh, thank goodness, just a crow. <laughs> it's nothing just about a crow. Have you seen the way those guys look at you? Poor! I feel like such an idiot. Someone's been in here. How do you know? You don't bung a rock through a window for no reason. I should know. I was in the scouts. <laughs> I should have known. Weren't you? I thought everyone was in the scouts. I used to help out with archaeological digs after school. Take that look off your face, Roy. I challenge you to have more fun on your hands and knees than scrabbling through the mud, carefully shifting through the layers. The potential. Once in Cornwall, I covered a talisman the ancient Celtic people used to ward off the great fire beast. It looked like a little funnel. Let me guess, you blew through it and put them out? Yeah, I think the resonances shattered their eardrums and they fell into the sea. Yes, jazz clubs have that effect on me. If it hadn't been for that extracurricular archaeology, I would never become the professor I am today. I might never have met Margot. You still miss her? Of course I do. Nothing would ever change that. Her death at the hands of Anubis was one of the worst times of my life. That's why I want to make sure I keep Suki safe. Suki's more than capable of looking after herself. Oh, that glare of hers should be classed as a weapon of mass destruction. Yes, I know, but this life of ours is it's getting darker and darker. And neither is getting any younger. Oi! Which is why I wanted to talk to you, Roy. Um, look, I think it's time that... Calm that tongue of yours, man. Look, beneath the bed. What is it? I'm no expert, but I think it's a book. Oh, can you reach it? <laughs> now, Lorimer, you know books are not my field of expertise. Fine, I'll do it. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Perhaps you're not the only one who's an archaeologist. Finding a book under a bed is not archaeology, Roy. Oh, fascinating. 
Why, are there pictures? It appears to be a history of the local area, focusing on this spot. So who wrote it? Whoever lived here? No, it's not the work of a farmer. Penmanship is more modern for a start. I'm fairly sure that's Byro. I think we found your window smasher. Perhaps he's using this house to conduct his researches. Into what? Into the witches. And something called the Vampire Tree. Hell's cats, I don't like the sound of that. No. Let's go and sit by that fire of yours. Suddenly feeling a chill. Here you go, have a drink. Thanks. Is that your hip flask? What's wrong with it? I've got smaller encyclopedias. If you're hungry, I can always try making some bread. Uh, I've got some instant soup, and if I mix it with a bit of scotch and, and make a paste, I might be able to knead it and bake it over the fire. I think I can do without your weird scotch soup bread, Roy. It's not like we've been here very long. Really? Uh, I don't think so. My watch has stopped. It was at 11 when we were on the beach, and it hasn't moved since. I think it's pretty clear that something weird is going on here. That's your scientific opinion, is it? Look, sooner or later, people are going to get tired of experts, and that's when they're going to call on me. Marvellous. So what do you think is going on? We're trapped in some kind of zone of weirdness, like the Bermuda Triangle or Kent. Why do I think you're starting to enjoy yourself? Because I'm Roy Steele, and this is what I do. The call to adventure. You can feel it on your skin like an impressive shirt or drizzle. It's the life I was born for. Don't you ever feel like stopping? Listen, Grandad, you might have your eyes on putting your feet up, but that's not for me. And it shouldn't be for you either. You think so? You were quick enough to follow me to Griselda's little dinner party. Someone had to bail you out. You're not my mother. Really? I wash enough of your pants. Why don't you tell me what you found in that there book of yours? Yeah. I don't think those hillwalkers were all they said they were. I think they were investigating the area. They talk about ghost sightings, strange environmental conditions, going back years. And? They track down stories about the vampire tree. I didn't see any fangs. That's just their name for it. According to a description from 1815, the tree is hungry for blood. That sounds like a vampire. There are other ways a tree could feed on death. You've heard of a gallows tree? Where they hanged criminals. For years, people warned away from the tree, lest they fall victim to its lust for death. There's a story of a young couple who sat under the tree for a dare. And one of them came back, and she never spoke again. The farmer who lived in his house left for Inverness in 1936. He said that the land was haunted and that the screams at night became too much to bear. He came here with a wife and child, and he left alone. But what's that got to do with the gallows? Mm, I'm not sure. I need to keep reading. It feels like it's getting darker out there. Yeah, I know what you mean. We can still see that tree, though. But I think we can send it a little message. Hand me that firewood, fella. Ha! You've got a... Treat it mean. Where'd you get that firewood? I got it outside, <laughs> but it's fine. It'll burn like any other wood. Do you, do you smell that? It smells like blood, like burning blood. Is, is that smoke red? Where did you get that firewood? I didn't realise the tree was a naughty tree. We literally just discussed this. <coughs> oh. <coughs> oh, let's get out of here. <coughs> the smoke is getting so thick. Oh, I can barely breathe. <coughs> Get the door open! It won't budge! <coughs> the window's the same too! Here, let me help. Perhaps together we can force it and... Uh, oh. What is it? Look, look at the tree. <coughs> are those... Are those bodies? How are there hanging bodies on that tree? <coughs> look at them. I'd rather not. No, you must. They're clothes. They're 16th century. What are you saying? We're looking at the bodies of the witches hanged at Crag's head.
Um, Lorimer? What is it? Stop gawping at the tree and turn around. I'm not sure I want to. Please don't let me look at this alone. The fireplace, the chair, the sideboard were still bathed in the noxious crimson fumes that filled the room. But beyond this, it seemed as if the back wall of the house had totally disappeared. No damp stained peeling paper, no windows, just dark. And a figure. She was dressed in the same heavy clothes as the bodies on the tree. The dress was dark, stained with years worth of old blood. Her hand was outstretched towards them, and her eyes... Her eyes burnt with an anger unlike anything they had seen before. Why is she looking at us like that? Quiet, Roya, I'm thinking. Well, think faster, she's getting closer. I can't think of you shouting at me. Well, how else am I supposed to encourage you? Shut up, Roy. Why does she look so angry? You'd look angry if you'd been hanged as a witch. Wait. What? She, she's not pointing at us. Lorimer, that there is her hand, and it is most definitely pointing at us. You know, it's pointing past us. At the tree. At the bodies. Because she wants to feed us to the tree. Look at her now. She stopped. Her expression's changed. Right, what are you doing? I've got an idea. Are you offering yourself up? I mean, that's very noble, but can't we just come up with some kind of ghost repellent instead? If this doesn't work, all the ghost repellent in the world won't save us. Now, hold on. Don't touch her! I've got to. It's all right. Let me take your hand. There. Please, show me. It had been a hard winter. It was always a hard winter. Making the toast was a job. The cold bit right through you. You could feel it in your bones. This felt like a dead place. I could see that. But the men... Well, they're stubborn at the best of times. It had been different this time. Maybe something was wrong with the feed, or the cold was too much. But one by one, the cows started to sicken and die. Of course, there's always got to be a reason. Where better to put the blame? It was alright to come to us when their children came down sick. They were happy for us to brew up a cure, get them well. But we were always different. You could see it through their eyes. Maybe if we had husbands, it would have been different. Maybe not. When the witch finder came, we knew it wouldn't be long. They'd walk us to that tree, and that would be our end. That would be the worst thing I could think of. See, that tree was different. That tree enjoyed its work. It remembered. Dorimer? I understand. I'm sorry. She's fading. Do you exercise her? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible to let her rest. That's all very well, but I can see the room again and the fire's gone out, so hooray us! Hooray us? I mean, you did all the legwork, true, but I probably held her back with my mean stare. I... Don't think it's over quite yet. Why not? I mean, you listen to her story. It's not like we hanged her. Look at the tree. Do I have to? Just look at it. 
there are still bodies hanging from it. Yes, but look closer. Those... Those look like our bodies. Yes. How are they our bodies? I'm standing here right now wearing that safari jacket. That tree enjoyed its work. It remembered. You what? Something she said. I thought she was the problem. She and those other women were angry. Of course they were. But that tree already had a reputation. It was a gallows tree. It's where they executed criminals. All that hatred and fear from all those people just soaking into it. Feeding it. Like a leafy sponge. Well... Yes, Roy. That's actually quite insightful. Really? Yes, well done. See, I knew there was less to this thinking malarkey than you made out. You said one helpful thing. Don't let go to your head. But but that's not how trees work. Otherwise, the birds would have legged it years ago. But it's so old. Maybe it's not a tree at all. There she goes again. It's different. There's something else there. It's like we've peeled back another layer. I thought we said it was a sponge. Now you're saying it's an onion? Now, that's not good. Can you feel that? That prickling on the skin? I don't like this, Roy. We need to get out of here. Shh, try to stay calm. That's easy for you to say. It bloody well isn't. This is like on the beach, that feeling of overwhelming terror. It's hunting us. It's trying to draw us out. Oh, look at the room. It's going again. Faster this time. And the only place with any light is the tree. What happens if we just stay put? Gets very dark. Oh, cheers, Professor. I don't know. We don't know what this thing is capable of. Apart from killing us, you mean? Well, apart from that, yes. Well, I'm not taking any chances. Pass me that axe, fella. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm not sitting around waiting to get eaten by that tree or swallowed up by the dark. And when it comes to violence, that's a skill I excel at. Outside, the air felt thick and heavy. The wind had stopped and all was darkness. Yet somehow, the two friends could still see the tree waiting ominously in front of them. I'm really not sure about this. What's wrong, fella? That that sense of terror. When your knees feel like custard, it's back again. I know what you mean. But you feel it too. I might have the body of a Greek god, Um, but I'm still just a normal, if impressive, man. Right, is that a yes? Let's just get this done, and hopefully we can get back before the pub shuts. Roy. What is it now? I've got some axing to do. Look at the tree. I am looking at the tree. But look behind the tree. What? Oh. Remember what I said about the onion? It looks more man-shaped. The figure stood, wreathed in darkness. They couldn't make out its face. All they could see of it were the figure's burning eyes. Those burning pinpricks stared out, but it was difficult to read from them just what this figure was thinking. Was it anger or pleasure that they could see? Was it hunger? Perhaps a little of all three. What's it waiting for? I don't know. I don't like this. I'm not desperately keen on it myself. What is it? Another ghost? Christ! Back indoors? I don't think that's going to be an option. It's gone. Swallowed by the darkness. And now? And now it's going to swallow us. Well, it better put the antacid on standby, because I'm giving it indigestion. Be careful! This bastard tree has ruined my suit! Have some more, you wooden bastard! Ah! Ah! No! Come on! 
take some ash! That figure, he's gone! I think it's working! Look, the darkness is going! I can see everything! Oh. What is it, fella? What's wrong? Um, you're... you're very messy. <laughs> that tree had a lot of blood in it. Shh! What's that? It's coming towards us. Stay back, Lorimer. Annabelle! Lorimer, thank God. When you didn't come back, I got worried. And there was this noise. I thought you might need some help. I'd have brought a tank, but a Land Rover was the best I could find. Also, I don't own a tank. What happened to you? Is that blood all over you? Just a spot of gardening. You can get in the back. I don't want that getting all over the seats. I don't suppose a simple Highland lady might own something called a bath? Everyone has those. Get moving and try not to touch anything. It sounds incredible. Not the good kind of incredible either. <sighs> Lorimer, I'm so sorry. If I'd had any idea what you're getting yourself into. I was there too. I, I thought it was just a story. Something explainable. And some of it was. Those stories can be useful. They end up being twisted, used against you until one day you find yourself being hanged from a tree as a scapegoat because your crops failed. Don't. It makes me so angry. Yes, that anger and injustice was meat and drink to that thing. Which do you think was the meat? And which was the drink? Anger? That's quite meaty, isn't it? Shut up, Roy. Do you know what the thing was? No. You'll forgive me not wanting to prod it too much. But it was very old, sustaining itself on all those dark emotions and feelings. It was used to execute criminals, which must have been quite a supply of food. Then, of course, the women accused of witchcraft. But once people learned to stay away from it, it must have become desperate and turned to hunting. It didn't need to do much. The legend of the vampire tree was enough to lure the curious, and once it lured them, well... Is it dead? Well, at the very least, very weakened. Nothing a good drop of kerosene won't fix. Nature's petrol. Shut up, Roy. Well, I'm going to bed. You're leaving in the morning. Uh, We're booked on the one o'clock out of Inverness. I'll see you in the morning. What's that, little glass? Help me, Mr. Roy. I'm so empty inside. <laughs> well, uh, we'll have to see what we can do. Top up, man? Well, it's a whiskey business, but hey, if we put our mind to it, we might just finish it. Oh, come on, that was worth a smile. Heck, if I had two mouths, I'd smile twice. What's wrong, Lorimer? How can you act so... so... So What? So you! What do you want me to do? I can put on a moustache and do French Roy. Do you want me to do French Roy again? That's what we just experienced. Oh, we've been through worse. It's like water off a pigeon. That's not even a phrase. Look, I know it was hard. You had to reach out to a dead witch. It's been a tough day. And what about you? Oh, well, that thing ruined my suit. I've had to borrow this kilt from Annabelle's uncle's wardrobe. I think I can make it work, though. I saw you. I saw you standing there, covering all that blood, axe over your head. You were enjoying yourself. We always enjoy ourselves. We're monster hunters. Except we're not, are we? We got fired. Quibbles. Didn't you feel anything today? That terror. I've never experienced anything like it. 
It was the tree. You said so. It amplified something that was already there, in both of us. All right, yes, I was bloody scared. But you know what? We got through it, like we always do. For how much longer? What do you mean? When's it going to stop feeling fun, Roy? For you? Because it has for me. What are you saying? I need to give this up. What? But you can't. It's in your blood. But I... I I don't think it is. Really? The first chance you got, you took off to that Mexican island to sort Griselda out? You were in trouble. Oh, what? So you're just going to go back to teaching? You last five minutes before you're exercising the blackboard. I've got to try, Roy. Oh, who for? Right, Suki won't thank you for it. We were in real danger today. I don't want to put her in that kind of danger. Or having her wait for me and I never come back. Oh, Lorimer. Things have been difficult since... What, since you decided to resurrect the world's most terrible vampire and used him to destroy an undead alchemist? I want to show her we can have a proper life. We're getting too old for this. It's been fun, but now it's not. And I want it to stop, so Suki and I can get on with our lives. So what are you saying? Well, why... Are you asking me to... to leave? Well, don't do it like that. It, it's for the best. We both know that deep down. And besides, think about it. You're having a place of your own again? Think of uh, all the lady possibilities. Right. Well, I mean, it's only supposed to be for a few weeks anyway. Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, (laughs) You're right. I'm sorry. No, it's... It's fine, fella. You go have your life. You've earned it. Right. Okay. Sure you're all right? (laughs) I'm Roy Steelman. You can't spell it without all right. Well, better turn in myself. Long drive tomorrow. Wait, you haven't... You... You haven't finished your scotch. I've heard the tree still stands. A friend of mine who's travelled that way, he, he tells me the walking is good there. He stays at the hotel. He once told me he saw it. Just briefly. He didn't want to get too close. There's a kind of feeling in the air, he says. Nothing he could put his finger on. Just a kind of sense of nervousness that seems to be conjured. Is it the tree? Still hungry after all this time? Or is it an echo of what it was that lingers in that place? Or perhaps simply a good story, one to tell about the fireside on a cold winter night. But I will say this, whatever it is, I don't feel the urge to explore it. The Vampire Tree was written by Matthew Woodcock and directed by Matthew Woodcock and David Knight. With Matthew Woodcock as Roy Steele, Peter Davis as Lorimer Chesterfield, E.J. Martin as Annabelle, Emily Edwards as Martha, and Robert Benedetti Hall as Professor Lee. Music by Jonathan Day. Engineered by David Knight. Edited by Tom Dalling and David Knight.
Created by Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock. With thanks to Maximilian John, Laura Davis and Emma Gibbs. Support the production of The Monster Hunters on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. The Monster Hunters is a definitely human production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.